Hi, everyone. It's Fat Billy here. Thanks for coming. Listen to our podcast. If you want more podcasts, you can go to patreon.com slash spoutlore, where you can give us some money. And I like money, so I can buy snacks. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round friends and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello everybody and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your Game Master Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello everybody. Playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Hi there. And playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. When last we left our heroes, they had been delivered the judgment of Hibernia's Oval Council. Kill the man known as the Ranger King or forfeit your own life. The party then hit the beach and spent a long time trying to figure out how to get out of a thing that had not been declared yet <laughs> in classic spelt lore fashion how do we get out of the rules that we don't even know yet <laughs> uh, we met bartholomew theodore tiddlywinks the second esquire esquire <laughs> a quote-unquote lawyer slash barrister end quote who said that you know he wasn't sure that he could help you but he'll take some notes and he's got you know, he's going to start working on a plan to potentially get you out of this gesh that has been laid upon Ving's brow alone. Mm -hmm. Billy made a quick visit to a cave that existed uh, on the shore of Hibernia, which appears to hold many memories and many mementos from Billy's eternal past. A little home, home away, from, well, a home at home mm -hmm. to visit when he comes home. Billy was feeling very strongly about having to leave Hibernia. It was so sad. It was so mm. sad. Yeah. Jessica cried. I know. I didn't mean to. <laughs> that was maybe the best acting we've ever done on the podcast. Oh, that's true. I would say. Uh, uh, okay. So the guest was applied. Uh, Kill the man known as the Ranger King in two moons time or your life is forfeit. The party left Hibernia, packed up the Sunrunner. Tuck made an impassioned plea to the <laughs> green speaker druid Savarna throwing her a small bale of hay <laughs> after summoning a large portion of the villagers of Hibernia with a Ving enhanced scream of her name. Yeah, I mean, a plea is maybe a strong, maybe too strong in terms of like what I did. I mean, because I wasn't asking for anything. Not I, on the outside, no. on the inside. You were begging, <laughs> pleading, please love me. <laughs> And you know what? She didn't. <laughs> or at least lust me. And in that way, all of Tuck's actions could be considered impassioned, please. Uh, and then the party headed off. The Sunrunner sailed away into the gray once more, traveling through its impenetrable mists until emerging from a stone jutting out of the ocean, Stone Eye, who said, 
that he doesn't care what the council says. You have broken the accords of the island and he will visit his wrath upon you in mm-hmm. due time. And uh, then Tuck and Ving sat with Billy as he uh, hid his tearful face in his anger at leaving Hibernia <laughs> before being presented with a mimic moth in a cage containing images of his island home. And that is where we find our heroes now traveling through the gray. How's everybody been doing? I think it's maybe been a day uh, of sailing slow going. Ollie's trying to keep it real tight because you don't have guides this time. So he's just trying to plot his way through. He also, I think is like aware. He doesn't know what Stona is planning. I think we're all kind of like, yeah, he could be anywhere living under the pall of that potential threat. So yeah. we're like, what the f- we got to get out of here as quick as possible and onto dry land. Mm-hmm. No problem. Towards the edge of the gray. <laughs> Oh, really, Ving? Thank you. <laughs> just keep on keeping on. Just go to the... Which, just leave the fog. That's the... Ving fucking... Just why didn't I think about that? He rakes his hand across the bow of the boat. Oh, is that where I'm going? Ollie seems more stressed than he's been this whole time. <laughs> he's glancing over his shoulder. There's a lot of, like, beer bottles clanking around on the ground. <laughs> You're wondering, like, where he got all this beer from. Billy's catching in them in nets as a game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's just tossing them over his shoulder, yeah. ploop, into the water. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, has, is there anything in particular that the gang has uh, pursued or talked about that we want to cover in the last day? I think we had like a dinner, uh, like a dinner, maybe we like talked about our plans for when we get there. Well, then let's manage provisions, baby. Okay. So what is that? That's the other move where we make dinner. Oh, cool. <laughs> dinner so time. Who's, who's making dinner? Uh, uh, yeah, Billy can do it. <laughs> okay. no, I think we're all, we should all do we're, it. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Well, someone's got to roll. Oh, uh, Billy, you roll. Yeah, Billy. I'll do prep. Okay, Billy suggests we make a family dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we feel bad because we told him that Moth was going to die. <laughs> so we were just like, sure, yeah, whatever you say. Because after he left, we were like, I shouldn't have said that. But I that shouldn't mo- have told him that. I shouldn't have reminded him that everything <laughs> dies. So a roll <laughs> plus anything? Wisdom. Uh, 12. Wow. Oh, beautiful. It's a great so, on a <laughs> Holy shit. On a, I mean, I already know what one you're going to choose, but on a 10 plus, choose one from the list below. Careful management reduces the amount of rations consumed. Ask the GM by how much. Or the party consumes the expected amount of food and the food you prepare is excellent. Describe it and everyone who licks their lips takes plus one forward. As if anyone would pick the not good I know. Yeah, not exactly. fu- yeah, of course you would pick the, Like <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what the second one is anymore because the other one's the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. We all want to lick our lips at each other. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. What kind of meal do you make? Um, we're making like a macaroni and cheese with hot dogs. <laughs> Because that is what Oleander has on board. Yeah, he's like, no, it's the perfect meal because the macaroni's dry already, so it keeps for a long time. And the hot dogs are already cooked like they're smoked, so they stand, they keep for a long time too. I've had these hot dogs for three and a half years. But the cheese is the hard thing to make. Yeah, the cheese is not so good. We can use sea cheese. What's sea cheese? It's a foam that gathers on the shores of the north after a storm. Cool. It's like a byproduct of... um, an LG? I'm sorry, this I'm not making it sound good, but trust me, it's fucking delicious <laughs> when you mix it with hot dogs. I mean, the only other option is like this old bread that looks cheese flavored. <laughs> like a blue cheese. It's uh it's not cheese flavored, but it is technically kind of cheese now. We could put our hands together. Yeah. 
So where do you get this sea cheese from? You said it is on the Big shore. Back flips off the <laughs> side of the boat. <laughs> BRB. And where? So where does Ving go to get this cheese? Just along the shore. They're along the shore. So we can see. He, he just finds a shore. Yeah, there's yeah. like a little alcove. You know. Gotcha. We have to wait for slack tide, of course. Mm-hmm. And I come back with a like a a net, <laughs> empty net. And then I hold it. I'm like, I'll be right back. And I come back with a bladder full of sea cheese. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and yeah, so you throw it in the macaroni and hot dogs. Yeah. And yeah. powdered bread cheese. Yeah. I'm like crumbling the bread with my hands. It's because it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Tuck, you can cut the hot dogs and I'll make the cheese. <laughs> I do that. I take yeah. the waning knife and I'm like. You're cutting hot dogs with the waning knife. I love it. And I'm like, this is what it's for, dude. Is it? I said, Tuck says that to, to the ghost of chimes. Yeah. <laughs> he makes spider dogs. Nice. Oh, yeah. fun. Oh, Thanks. hell yeah. Everybody loves spider dogs. He's like, Billy, look. Whoa. It's like a, I don't know what that looks like. Spider. Oh. Whoa. Good. I thought you were going to say he makes porn scorpion dogs. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm going to do that now. Yeah. Spider dogs and porn scorpion dogs. Can I roll to see how much it looks like a porn scorpion? I don't know why you would. What Sick. is it plus? I don't know. Dexterity, I guess. Dexterity? Zero. So nine. Beautiful. <laughs> it looks pretty much like they both kind of look the same. But depending on what you say it is, you can kind of see it, you know? Big's eyes widen. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> they look too good. I think I want to fuck this hot dog now. And Billy's getting really sweaty with the bread, so it's kind of turning into like a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not so gross when I make the potions. <laughs> Wait, you use your sweat to make the potions, too? Yeah, when I make golden root. Oh, gross, Billy. <laughs> you make friends with that? <laughs> yeah. Where else? What else am I going to use? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like regular water? Ugh, it don't taste the same. No, there's no shame in using the juice that falls out of your body, buddy. <laughs> no body issues in this family, right? Body juice, delicious. So here was what we've got macaroni and porn scorpion hot dogs with mushy bread that is turned into sweat cheese yeah and i did add a handful of paprika and okay. a handful of salt that saved it those are the only two spices that oleander has uh-huh. like we opened the spice cabinet and we're like wow this guy is so divorced it's crazy <laughs> he had, there's so many different jars of different sizes and everything but all of them have either salt or paprika, salt or paprika. Yeah. Yeah. i can't taste any other spices so i just use these ones <laughs> And then on top of that, coastal sea cheese. Yeah, what's well, stirred into? Stirred in, making a gloppy, uh, cheesy. It looks kind of cheesy. It looks good. Looks good. Oh, and I what don't... are these? And I go in the corner of the pantry, and there's like a bunch of dried chilies, like whole chilies, <laughs> and I grab six of them. Oh, and I put them in the pot. What? <laughs> <laughs> now Billy slips it in there just before everybody starts eating. Yeah. Wow. So every once in a while, someone gets a whole chili and just goes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear it, but everybody's licking their lips. Just a good look. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, are my lips weird? No, it's no, just weird. I just never see your so lips. So much of them cuz your <laughs> especially your upper lip cuz your mustache covers it all. And you're you're kind of pulling it up right now. Yeah. Okay, we're ready. I can 
I'm going to lick this thing for all of I us. I choose the non-licking lips one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of this so everybody can see Abdul's upper lip. So everybody gets plus one forward to their next roll for this delicious family meal, which even if the food didn't come out exactly like you were hoping, the bonding experience has raised your spirits. Mm-hmm. Definitely not hygienic though no. anyway well i mean it's just your sweat billy no <laughs> can't sorry. be hygienic there is a lineup at the head <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah which is of Instantly. course a hole that goes straight into the water mm. yeah but it is getting much use uh amazing so that was you know that was a nice kind of afternoon evening experience that everybody had you guys are just sitting around on the deck the light starts to dim in the gray lamps begin to be lit on the deck of the ship we have a brazier that has like an iron bottom so you can have a fire on the deck yeah that's nice so you're all sitting around a little fire pit (laughs) on the deck of the ship as you sail through the gray yeah so okay this is perel speaking he's rubbing his hands in front of the fire i have a question do you think it has to be me that needs to kill the ranger king to fulfill the gesh what were that what was the words exactly and bartholomew Walks up with his clipboard and goes, uh, the words exactly were kill the man known as the Ranger King in two moons time or your life will be offered instead. They didn't say it specifically, though. No, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Also, something that I noticed me, Bartholomew, Theodore Tiddlywinks, the second Esquire. <laughs> uh, it reminds the, me of uh, Monroe versus Monroe. <laughs> yes. Uh, this was another case that I took in, Bla- in Black Glass where a man had driven his cart through the front of a taco place. And I was able to determine that because it was a horse-drawn carriage that actually the horse was legally responsible and not the man. He got off scot-free. They killed the horse. <laughs> the horse was hanged by the neck until it was dead. Uh, but trust me, that horse deserved it. That horse had a record as long as my left arm, which is slightly longer than my right. Anyways. This reminds me of Monroe versus Monroe in the way that it is not quite similar, but there was a technicality involved. They said, kill the man known as the Ranger King. It's true. Mm. Not kill your father, Nathaniel, whatever. So what if we just get someone else to be the Ranger King? Uh-huh. Or we find a different Ranger King. Okay. And Or perhaps there's something to be said for the, um, the symbolic death of the ranger king quote unquote perhaps if you were able to in some way abolish the monarchy right um, yeah we could definitely do that in two months that sounds easy (laughs) i like the way you're thinking how many years has the kingdoms in the boreal reach existed for so many years (laughs) (laughs) like so many (laughs) ving got one of the chilies Stuck in his Sorry, my, my lips are numb. <laughs> many, many years. Yeah, you, you like easily. Yeah. Thousands, thousands yeah. and thousands. So we have two months to destroy a monarchy potentially <laughs> that has lasted millennia. Yeah, that sounds slightly harder than regicide. I mean, if you've, have you ever regicided before? Is this your first one? Maggie? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've done it. Okay. I did it one time. And what did it feel like? Oh, uh, well, killing always feels bad. I'm sure you're aware of that, but um, this one felt worth it. 
<laughs> We're eating craft dinner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's also eating craft dinner. Yeah, I think you'll find that it is a difficult but worthwhile endeavor. Was any of them your father figure or no 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 but if i had the opportunity to kill my father i think i probably would have done it (laughs) if you know if you know what i mean well any tips or tricks maggie well actually one one thing that i have found has been useful in the past is um the worst time to attempt to uh destroy a monarch of any kind is when they have the support of their people at their back Mm. So if you can find a way to maybe turn some of his allies against him, that might make your job a little easier. Okay, so we're back into abolishing the monarchy, maybe. Or just deposing him. Yeah. Or just killing your dad. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking on that for many years. Yeah, do you... Do you want to kill him? No, I don't anymore. I don't feel that I want to. Maybe when I meet him, maybe he'll want to kill me. I have no idea what to expect. Did he for sure kill your mom? Is that why? No one's ever told me that it was him, but I know it was him. I don't know how I know. Well, <clears throat> and this is Perel. If um, if you share your mother's memories mm-hmm. as being created from her, I mean, maybe you have a memory of him killing her? After I was born? Maybe. You think that maybe... My memories are linked to hers even after we were separated. I mean, we're all we're all treading new water here. I don't see why it's impossible. Have you ever tried to commune with the spirit of your mother? No. Would you ever try it? Yeah, I mean, I've never thought of communing with her as a place. I'll try I'll try and talk to her sometime. Okay, so then uh, the other part of the plan is we're, I mean, two months. That's not nothing. We don't know how far it is from here to Adernax Tower. But we also do know that Shia said that as soon as we got to the frozen north, Nathaniel would be on us pretty much right away. Mm -hmm. So the plan is go to the north and just rely on him coming to you. Yeah, we can also like bait him too. Mm -hmm. How? Uh, I don't know, by being generally obstructive and, and laugh. <laughs> I mean, if we're also going to go for uh, deposing him, we could start a political movement as soon as we land on shore. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting theory. Billy, you're the trap expert. How would you bait him out? Oh, I mean, I would just talk amongst the guards and uh, see if uh, they have any hot gossip to share. <laughs> and uh, maybe like, I don't know, see if they know where he is. Oh, yeah, that would be a good way to do it. Or if they have any, like, are there uh, little, what are they called? Like, little hooligans? <laughs> are there any, like, ragamuffins? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably, you know? There are probably weird little kids everywhere. Perfect. <laughs> That's all I need. Okay, then I guess just business as usual till we get to, ah, Stone Eyes. Stone Eyes. Stone Where? Eye. Where? No, 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 no. It's okay. <laughs> oh my God. He's, but he's, he's going to be. picked up a, one yeah. of the empty beer bottles and threw it. <laughs> Smashes it on the side of the railing. <laughs> Come at me. Come get me, bit. Uh, so yeah, he's around here somewhere. Presumably will be a problem at some point, but. You know, Stone Eye is a huge pussy. Uh, I'm sorry, I swore. <laughs> uh, he's not going to do anything yet. I'd like to see him try. Yeah. I think he is afraid of the council. 
I think he is like, there's a lot of bluster there. I think he might wait until you like violate the, mm-hmm. the gash. Mm. You know what? I have a feeling he might come in handy. What about the glacier? What are we going to do when we hit Adernick's tower? I ask Perel. Um, yeah. Try what are we looking for? Well, I mean, I never saw Adernick's tower, but, uh, tower is sort of like a, um, more an industry term than a descriptor of the structure itself. Uh-huh. So I don't know exactly what we're going to be looking for, but it might be, I think I always heard that Adernax was like inside the glacier itself, as opposed to like something built on top of the glacier, like the tower quote unquote might be the glacier. Ooh, it goes below the sea of the water, like yeah. an iceberg, how there's more. Maggie, you like the Mender set up a vault there, right? Oh yeah, that is right. Yeah, it's a hot spot, and that's why we know about it because there's a vault there. So the vault was built in a disused tower, apparently previously owned by Adernak Allwater, or built by or whatever. So I know that it is inside the glacier. I know that there is at least one object kept there, a wardstone box potentially with a wizard inside. The only thing is that I have not been in contact with the cell in the frozen north in that area for quite some time. How long? Uh, Eight years. Oh. So I don't know the state of the tower. I don't know what to expect when we get there. I don't know if anything that I knew about it previously is even still true. Do you know what happened? Well, I haven't heard from them in nine years. Well, I mean, not for any particular reason. It's just the nature of the menders is... We don't stay in contact terribly often unless we need to. Right. It's like a disparate network or whatever. Yeah. I only know of the cells and I really only know their leaders, the one in the north and the one in the Black Tree Principality where the other box potentially exists. Who is the leader of the north cell? That's a great question, which I, of course, know the answer to. I haven't told you that I know the leader of this cell and that leader's name is Madawan. He's a good guy. Yeah. Trustworthy enough in the past, as trustworthy as a mender can be, really. Does I'll he have tr- a second name? Or just Madawan? Uh, I actually don't know. But uh, I'll try and make contact when we arrive. Uh, and potentially, Madawan has other assets. But um, yeah, that's really all we know. Kind of generally where it is, and that's it. How do the vaults operate? Is it like the one that we found in the... In the riverways where it's like there's just like an autonomous golem there that kind of manages them or are they all different? They're all kind of different. The general conceit of a vault is there is a Wi-Fi hotspot there. Not every wizard tower would be a vault, but because there was a hotspot in this vault, the thalmic field that exists inside it is powerful enough that it can maintain uh, wards and spells that are necessary for the protection and containment of the objects therein. And the people there in those objects. Precisely, yes. Did we ever uh, agree on what we were going to do with these boxes? Are we going to break everyone out? Or are we going to... Maggie, what was your opinion when we left? I can't remember. (laughs) She puts up her hands, says, I have made my position on wizards known in the past. Ving, ten fives her. (laughs) Double high five. (laughs) I've... Made my position on wizards known in the past. I don't trust them. I don't like them. Perel, I also mean you. Uh, (laughs) 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 Thank you very much. But I don't like you because I don't not like you. I don't 
not like you because of your personality. I don't not like you because of who you are. Wait, what? <laughs> the intrinsic nature of Perel. You don't like him. Do you do you like his personality or yeah, he's not? Fine. You like him. He's you fine. like his personality. He's a, fine, he's a fine enough person if you just let him talk. You guys never let him talk. And then we're like, hmm. ooh, Maggie wants to hear Perel talk. <laughs> I, no, Bing starts crossing one index finger over his other index finger. What does that mean? I don't know. This is when we were growing up. This meant oh, you like yeah. somebody. I think it's like tisk tis. Oh, no. yeah. This was the, the this penis is, in the hole. No, 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 no. He's not. No, not my, not my type. No, thank you. Not interested. Probably goes up. Fine. Bing says totally unrelated. What is your type? Um, <laughs> how do I? As he Paul. takes one finger and goes over behind his pointed ear. With that his was hair. maybe the fastest I've ever seen anyone shift into. Uh, I guess lecherous. <laughs> you know what? Let's move on. Let's move on. How about moving on? But uh, yeah, that's what I know about the vault. I I mean, you've been to. The Riverways Vault, they're kind of dangerous in general. Ours because Chamberlain. Yeah, he broke Billy's arm. Yeah, no, he is a powerhouse when he is required to be. So we don't know what, what could exist inside this vault. Can we spout lore on histories? Yeah, you could probably, lore? you could spout lore to potentially recall some details, but like this is something that a lot of people might not know about. Hey, Perel. Yep. Do you remember anything that anyone might have told you about Adernack Allwater? Or the vault. Or the vault, or like the what ice. Was what was she into? You had your frog thing? And and very specific, uh, very specifically, nobody knows. She was very secretive about her work. Caroline, you were a spy. You were spying on Maggie I'm, forever. My, my name's Kareen. Kareen, sorry. That's fine. You just look exactly like Caroline. I, I was Caroline for a long time. <laughs> You look exactly like this girl I used to know, Caroline. <laughs> this girl I used to date, Caroline. <laughs> yeah, two d six plus intelligent. Wow, not not great. Okay, six. I can age you. Would anyone mm -hmm. like to age me? Yeah, because mm -hmm. I can give you a plus two if it's historical. Oh, nice. oh yeah. Two d six plus bond. Nice oh, seven. Shit. Okay, perfect. So that wow. makes it a seven. Oof. Interesting, but not useful. So Perel kind of says, "Yeah, since nobody really." I mean, most towers kind of reflect the specialties of the wizards that built them or lived in them. And since no one really knew what Adernak's school was, we don't really know what to expect. So I would say, and I know this is not really the way that you operate. I hazard extreme caution, extreme caution when we go to the tower. Sounds boring. <laughs> So you're saying we might have to jump in with a plan? I would say don't jump in. Make the plan. Don't jump in. How will we make a plan if we don't know anything? <laughs> so we gotta jump in. What's your plan, bro? Uh, be very, very careful. Uh, kind of stand behind you guys. Yeah. And hope that I survive long enough to uncover whatever I need to uncover. I guess that is not a bad plan. Is like we go in there swinging mm -hmm. and draw whatever it is is in there as attention, mm -hmm. and then Perel has time to like I don't know read or whatever nerd shit he yeah. wants to do. He can do that weird like candle meditation again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I probably would twitchy beach moves. Yeah, yeah. I probably would do that. Who has the ion candle? Tuck says looking around. Shit. I uh, Perel does. Okay. Why? I just wanted to know where it was. Okay. Did you use all of it? No. Why? 
crosses his arms. I don't want it. I just wanted to know. Okay. No, I still have some left. Why are you being all suspicious? I don't know. Why are you asking me so many questions? Because you, you ask me questions all the time. Like, did I brush my teeth? And like, <laughs> do I want to learn to read this book? And are you sure you brush your teeth because your breath smells really bad? Yeah, and, I'm, and I say, it's not my fault. I ate some food that I found after I brushed my teeth. And also, why is your toothbrush dry? Uh, because I don't have a toothpaste. So what am I supposed to do? And do you feel like putting on pants today? And I say, no, Perel. Do I ever want to put on pants? But I do because that is what society expects of me. Billy did finger quotes around society. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll undertake a perilous journey to figure out the next stage of this journey. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. So navigate and scout ahead. Who's doing what? Can I scout ahead this time? Yeah. I'll navigate. Uh, okay. Cool. So scout ahead is 2d6 plus wisdom. Navigate 2d6 plus intelligence. Billy's feeling better now that he has the mimic moth. Mm-hmm. And food. So and, many macaronis. Oh, yeah. 13. Fuck yeah. Pretty good. Four. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so scout ahead, you get two from the list below. You get the drop on whatever lies ahead. You discern a beneficial aspect of the terrain. You make a discovery or notice a danger. I'd like to make a discovery. Okay. So you're sailing. This is, uh, let's say, like a day and a half after your little sit down on the deck. Sun is, you imagine, if you, you've started to kind of be able to track the time of like how bright it is instead of like the position of the sun mm-hmm. so it's probably late afternoon you are sailing along and you hear someone a crew member from the crow's nest goes uh vessel there's a vessel uh, off the starboard side i think a vessel means a boat thing says <laughs> it does yes starboard means right Starboard does mean right. You're all learning. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Off means not on our boat. (laughs) Uh, And you're kind of like peering through the fog and you do see a mid-sized ship, like two sails just kind of sailing along and it looks like there's bodies milling about. Like alive? Yep. They seem to be alive as (laughs) far as you can tell. Tuck picks up a bottle and throws it at them. (laughs) Empty bottle? Wait, I was going to put a drawing in there. (laughs) Okay, you put a drawing in another one. There's okay. so many. Yeah. <laughs> Oleander has not slowed down, and we have not stopped for supplies, so this is pretty weird. And guess what? I'm sailing better than I ever have in my life. <laughs> he is not at the wheel. <laughs> I pick my, and I have a lot of drawings, too. I pick my best smiley face drawing, and I put it in the bottle. <laughs> Here you go, Tuck. Thanks. Okay, I want to try and get this on their deck. Okay, 2d6 plus strength. A message of friendship and camaraderie <laughs> between seafaring vessels. I shall deliver it in the standard way that you do on the sea. <laughs> in a bottle. Deck to deck. 14. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yes. Um, it lands in the captain's drink holder. <laughs> <laughs> it's a koozie? Yeah, it does. Is, it, is it at the wheel? Yeah. 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 There's a cup holder attached to the wheel. Yeah. yeah. Lands on top of the drink, knocks the other drink through the bottom of the cup holder and completely replaces the thing that they had there. And you hear a voice go, drop, 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 it, drink, drop anchor. <laughs> drop anchor. <laughs> and then after some time, ahoy, ahoy there. Ahoy! Are you friendly? Wait, are you? Did Did you read my message? <laughs> there's a what? There's a message in here. Well, duh! It's the standard way that people communicate on ocean. What we assume. Okay, just a sec. 
It's <laughs> really in there. He's trying to shake it's it. It's kind of wet now. Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah, okay. You you seem friendly. We'll uh, we'll meet you. Well, should we what? We we'll meet you halfway. Do you want to come over here? We come over there. We can row over there. Okay. Oh, I want to do a plank, but that's fine. Okay, yeah, I was thinking of plank too. Well, we can get close enough and then yeah. plank. We can get close enough to do a, a plank that we walk across. Okay, yeah. Ving right. does a plank; they all walk across them. <laughs> <laughs> Raw, wa- plank board abs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The ships come up next to each other. A p- plank is laid, and there's a guy standing there, short, kind of pudgy, bald, glasses. He's got just a vest on mm-hmm. and pants, okay. but no shirt, just the vest. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then a fur-trimmed cape around his shoulders because it's cold out. Oh, yeah. And he's got a necklace on that has an anchor. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm like halfway across the plank and I say, wait a second. And I would like to trap expert. Ah, smart. Very smart. 2d6 plus dexterity? Yeah. Sweet. 14. 14. Shit. Okay. Is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? Billy, you've been on the sea quite a lot now. Like, you've spent a lot of time I, out here. I have spent a lot of time on the <laughs> <yes>. sea. <laughs> and you know what? These are pirates. What does the trap do when activated? They are trying to get a good look at you, especially with the gray being as debilitating as it is. They wouldn't want to risk just, like, attacking you straight up. And what else is hidden here? You see there's probably 12 to 15 members of this crew. And the ones that you see are all wearing the anchor necklace. Um, one second. I just have to go to the bathroom. I start backing up. <laughs> and then you'd hit our legs and we're like, Billy, what are you doing? Back up. <laughs> no, they're friendly. No, I don't think that they are, will be friendly. Okay. Hey, what's what's going on? I thought you guys were going to come over here. Uh, yeah, we're just going to, we're going to go get some um, toilet food paper. to bring in yeah. toilet paper and food. You yeah. probably. Oh, like, toilet. Toilet paper. You know what? We could use some toilet paper. And we will bring some toilet paper back from the privy, is uh, what they call it. All right. We'll be waiting. Okay. 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 Pull up the anchor. Yeah. Oh, to pull up the anchor. Wait, what no. Wait, 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 wait. What's going on, Billy? I think they're pirates. Look at the vest. Are we pirates? Not really. <laughs> Oleander? Are we pirates? I'm not a pirate. Well, come I'm on. A smuggler. You want to be a pirate? <laughs> no. Well, on the on the level of like, where do pirate yeah. versus smugglers sit? Like, really? are you are you more powerful? What? <laughs> powerful. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we kind of do this, we kind of do different things. Pirates are more like attack and take stuff from people. Uh, a smuggler. I've worked for pirates with pirates before. Have you worked with these ones? Do you know what the anchor means? They are all in the same chain. Anchor. Yeah, that's. The, the the sailor. What? Oh. Yeah. The patron of sailors. Yeah. And he reaches in to his shirt and he pulls out a little uh, medallion. Are you a pirate? No. Oh. I just, I'm a, <laughs> I, I pay homage to the patron of sailors. We know the patron of sailors, dude. Okay. And he puts it back in his shirt. <laughs> and he touches his heart. We all know the patron of saint. <laughs> yeah. We don't worry. Yeah. You know, we all feel his, the, the, the guidance of them in the, in the air, in the seas, in the, sto- in the, in the, in the lines. In the flesh. And then Tuck goes, it's actually a he in this case. Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. So yeah, they're probably just patron. Uh, they just, you know, pay homage to the sailor. No, I got a bad feeling about this. Should be pulling that plank up. Do you think they're faking it? 
What? Do you think they're not actually? They don't. They're not actually part of the patronage of sailors. Hmm. Do do pirates pay homage to the sailors? I mean, some probably pay homage to the pirate. Can I discern oh. realities and see if I can see if their the chains are the same as Oleander's? Hey, 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 go for it. <laughs> Great, I got nine. nine. Aid. Oh, by yeah. binoculars. Binoculars. Hell yeah. Shit. Six. So Billy looks through the binoculars and looks really close at the chain with the anchor and the center tine, like the middle of the anchor with the two pieces that come off the center looks like it might actually be a representation of a blade. And then the two tines are hooks. Oh shit. They're not friendly. Fucking all right. Doesn't look like yours. Oleander. Fucking pirates. And Oleander stands up and he walks over to the wheel. What are you he doing? He reaches down, he grabs the sword. <laughs> he starts drawing. <laughs> no, 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 no. What am I? What am I? Bang, bang. All right. We got to make him think we haven't realized yeah. that there are pirates yet. I don't think we're going to have much time to figure that out. Well, they that- want toilet paper bad. And we well, are going to give him a little bit. Do you know that the longer we spend talking here, though, the more they're definitely gearing up to attack us. And then you t- need two rolls or three. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever you got, we'll take whatever you, extra kind of shit you got lying around. Listen to that. We better go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Make it two. Actually, make it everything. <gasps> oh no I push the plank over <laughs> Okay uh, 2d6 plus strength 9 9 okay so you push the plank Into the water as Oleander Reefs on the wheel trying to like Tip the front of the boat away from their boat But a couple of them are able to like Leap over the side onto no. the deck uh, Tuck picks up a giant Crate of empties that's on the, It's like a recycling <laughs> bin full of empties yeah. And he yeah. just whips it at the guys that jumped across To see if he can stop them from getting Yeah 2d6 yeah. plus uh, This might be dexterity because you're trying to hit people Like uh, hit targets Okay, I was going to return those <laughs> <laughs> That was like 250 In bottles man uh, Recycle uh, like 11 yeah uh, so I, w- I would say that four were trying to jump over and two of them were a little too close together and that you stop their momentum right in the air the bottles crash into them and they fall into the water with a splash nice Heck yeah two of them i'm gonna um, fight with honor roll plus con to get some hold yeah totally 10 10 okay so that's three hold for a fight with honor yep and i assume you're squaring off with the the other two that landed on board i'm gonna across the distance between myself and a foe bypassing all obstacles uh-huh. and then deal damage to them yeah that's perfect i'm gonna run and grab um, a rope like superman style and swing for- fist forward mm-hmm. and just knock him out of the air like that <laughs> perfect swing around roll your damage three yeah so you knock one of them right into the water continuing your momentum on the rope swinging gallantly through the air landing back onto the deck but the one remaining pirate who jumped first lands on the deck he's got two hatchets he's got really big arms and he's like ah doing uh, real piratey shit i want to grab a like an empty sack where mm-hmm. there were more cans uh-huh. <laughs> there's so many, so many <laughs> bottles containers it's like a bottle depot around here <laughs> yeah. so i grab a cloth bag that had a bunch of cans in them bottles uh-huh no and cans he's found uh like carbonated sealed oh, yeah. beers somewhere <laughs> and uh i leap on the guy and try to put the bag over his head <laughs> perfect nice give me a defy danger uh dexterity to even like get up on this guy first eight okay so the eight like he sees you coming mm-hmm. and he starts like swinging his hatchets at you so you can continue on to him to do the bag thing with another roll 
and get hit, or you can stop right now and avoid his attack. No, I want to get him with the bag. Okay, roll a d6. Four. Four. He nicks you with his blade on one of the hatchets, dealing four damage. But then you're on top of him. And now roll, uh, I guess, dexterity again to get this bag on him. Twelve. Yeah. It's got a drawstring on it. And I <laughs> I tighten it up. And I'm like hanging off of it. Look at what I cut. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's yeah. around nice. like his knees. So he's like, oh, it smells like beer in here. <laughs> Billy, you're bleeding. Oh, I'm fine. It's just sauce from me. <laughs> you mean blood. He means blood. <laughs> just to minimize his injuries by it's, calling stuff sauce. Don't worry. It's just Billy sauce. <laughs> I'm just miracle whipping out of my eyes. <laughs> Uh, and you hear as the last pirate that made it over the first time is taken care of, you hear a real classic yar, 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 as a bunch like swing over on lines oh, what and try fuck? and land onto the boat. Tuck looks around for something to use to fight these guys off. And he realizes very suddenly he carries a battle axe with him everywhere he goes. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta find more empty. He grabs a slice of his memory in which contains a battle axe on his back. Axe. Um, and then Tuck picks up another container full of Tupperware containers this time. Yeah. No, <laughs> with lid. no lids. No yeah. lids. Not a single lid. I know. All of this is garbage that they were planning on throwing away. It's all these ones, they got fucking sauce in them, and then the sauce never comes out. Oleander's a bit of a hoarder. A little bit. You know, you know, I mean, it's not hoarding if I'm preparing for eventualities. Divorced dads are always holding on to garbage that they're going to eat out of. It's yeah. not garbage if I have a use for it. We're telling you, don't hoard on board. <laughs> There's such limited space on the Sunrunner, too. Like, it's I, not a big boat. The crew talks about it a lot. They're like, he's really holding on to it. There's like six mannequins in the back. He said he was going to make like a coat rack out of them, and he still has it. <laughs> uh, so you grab a crate full of old Tupperware. And I grab the biggest Tupperware and I pull it up as a shield and then I grab the axe off my back. Amazing. And then I go I want to fight the biggest guy. Is yep. there a big guy swinging? Yeah, there's a big guy. He's got a big pole that looks like it's a club. Is it Fatim? No, it's just a club. <laughs> okay. It's just a big guy with a stick uh, and he's he's missing one eye and he's got a patch on the other one. And Tuck goes, Fatim, is that you? Who be Fatim? And, and Tuck is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You look like a guy I know. <laughs> and the club begins whistling through the air towards your head. Tuck blocks it and then smashes him in the face with the head of the axe. Okay, that sounds like defend. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to roll. I'm going to get you to roll defend. Oh, finally. I'm making it happen. Yeah, yeah. you are. <laughs> this is great. So 2d6 plus constitution. Okay. So that sucks. Plus constitution is three. So nine. Okay. So on a nine, you hold one. Uh, redirect an attack from the thing you defend to yourself. Have the attacks effect or damage. Open up the attacker to an ally, giving that ally plus one forward against the attacker or deal damage equal to your level. I'll deal damage equal to my level. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. What's your level? Eight. This guy's toast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's you know people don't have a lot of hit points in this yeah so yeah the pole begins whistling through the air towards your head yeah you block it with the axe and then just whack him in the face yeah yeah with the head of the axe like the broadside of it and he gets smoked right in the teeth uh, he didn't have many teeth to begin with but the ones that were there fall out it sounds like <laughs> yeah, they clatter all over the deck. And Tuck's like, fuck, I'm sorry. I was going to kill you. And then he splooshes into the water. <laughs> and the crew has begun battle. Fights happening all over the deck. 
Maggie comes fucking charging up from below deck and shoulder checks a guy into the water. <laughs> just full up and she's like, finally! <laughs> and she's just beating the shit out of a guy. But um, Ollie is trying to get the ship away mm-hmm. and you need to hold off these people to give the boat enough time to kind of get under sail. They're not trying to catch us with their helmsmen? Are they trying to chase us in the oh, boat? Oh yeah, they're trying to chase you. And like every once in a while, a rope will like fling over the deck with like a grappler on it and it'll slam and try and grab onto something. I want to use my superior technique in my fight with honor. Yeah. To deal damage to a foe within sight. Yeah. As long as you can see the helmsman, which you can, like you can see someone at the wheel. Okay. I want to try that. Okay. So you just spend your hold and deal your damage. Great. My damage is a D6 and I guess because I'm using nature's fury, I get a D10. Oh yeah. It's a D10 instead. 10. That's a 10. Holy shit. So, yeah, what? how does Ving do this? Describe it. I guess he pushes with the water. Mm-hmm. Fucks with the rudder, because that's what he's holding onto, the wheel. Yeah, the wheel controls the rudder. The rudder. So yeah. then he just takes the rudder and like the water around the rudder and moves in opposite direction and f- flings the guy off the boat. Oh. <laughs> just like, whoo! Because the I wheel spins. The nice. wheel spins and he's holding on. Yeah. He's not expecting it. Yeah, he gets tossed right into the water. You hear a splash and a scream. And the rudder is like a 10 is a lot of damage. Yeah. Uh, you hear like a crash as a uh, Ving like grips with the water and just destroys the back of the boat. And the guy with the glasses is running around on the deck going, no, fucking shit. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking boat. No. Uh, and the rest of the pirates who are fighting on the deck are like looking over and going, oh boy, <laughs> our ship is being destroyed and we're stuck on this one. <laughs> and we're all just like, <laughs> yeah. So the pirates that are on the deck are fighting with a renewed vigor, realizing their lives are hanging in the balance. I'm still hanging off that bag. Still? Are you killing this guy? No, I'm just keeping him for later. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Billy, you hear a <laughs> as you start seeing like the blades of axes poke through the material of this bag. Whoa, what are you doing? Get, get off me. I'm trying to get out of here. Do I have a move where I put them to sleep? Yeah, it's fairy dust. Okay. Fairy dust on this guy. Chan? Hell yeah. And I just sneeze on him. <laughs> And I think with a 10, you get to choose three from the list, which I believe is they'll stay asleep for a long time. You can do it to a group of people and you can do it from a distance. Uh, stay asleep for a long time and a group of people. Yes. It's a big Perfect. sneeze. Amazing. Because <laughs> it, it like usually just fake it, but this one is actually real. Yeah. yeah. He's wearing a lot of perfume, this <laughs> yeah. pirate. He is. This is a very perfumed boy. Yeah. He is covered in Dracar Noir. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is like being in line outside of Touch Nightclub in <laughs> Hamilton. Nineteen. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and uh, the perfume gets up inside your nose yeah. and you go, huh, huh. <laughs> and it's a huge like puff of fairy dust yeah. that extends over the whole deck. Gazunite. The pirates fall asleep. The one in the bag slumps to the ground. And even a few of Oleander's crew members just like hit the deck and start snoring. Oh. Tuck and Vinger just like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not evil. It's like, no, but we don't want to fall asleep halfway through a fight. Yeah, I guess. It's fine. It's normal. It's a part of your body, but we just don't want to get touched by it. <laughs> well, I wasn't embarrassed until now. Sorry. Uh, uh, hey, guys. Oleander? What's up? Did we win? Yeah, we won. All right, cool. <laughs> Can we get the anchor up? Is that guy? Hey, fucker. And he yells across the water and the guy's just like, ah, oh no. 
like bailing. You see him running up and down between the ship, just throwing a bucket of water. Bing's throwing sleeping pirates back on their ship. Oh, you're tossing them back on. Yeah. And that, yeah, bodies are hitting the deck or the water or the side of the boat. Let's get a move on. Get the fucking, you big man, get the anchor up. What are you doing? Do you want me to pull the anchor up? Oh, uh, no. I want you to stand around and ask me about the anchor some more. Why are you being a dick to me? I'm stressed out. <laughs> you sound like beer smells. <laughs> 2d6 plus strike. Are you just going to grab the, the anchor and haul it up? And the, Yeah, obviously. I don't have, you know how to use any of this fucking shit, dude. <laughs> Duck is talking to Oleander because he hurt his feelings. He made him feel dumb. And he's like, I obviously don't know how to use any of this. Like, what the fuck is this? Okay, just pull it up. And if you look at what he's pointing at, he's pointing at a mast. <laughs> it's not even the right part of the ship. That's, just a, that's a coil of rope, Duck. <laughs> Billy's trying to push on that anchor thing. is not working, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Billy's got the... He's, like, hanging from the yeah. capstan. Like, go! His go. legs are just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got 12. Yeah, you grab the chain and haul it straight up from the water. Your fuse fucking rippling in the gray light of day. Yeah, there's a rare beam of sunlight that cuts across the scene. <laughs> it glitters off of the pectorals and the abs <laughs> and the obliques and the... Like, you can really see, like, that lower and upper triangle on my back as uh, I haul stuff up. And for a moment, everyone becomes still as they <laughs> look at the poetry that is the human body <laughs> in full blue. You hear the, you hear the Under pi- baby oil. <laughs> you hear the pirate on the other ship go, you know what? I can't go against that. He's a specimen. It's beautiful. <laughs> Tuck, you're beaming. <laughs> And then Tuck's like, thanks. And then he hands Oleander the entire anchor and let's go. (laughs) He just drops it full on onto the ground. And he turns the wheel and you start sailing away. And he goes, ha, no one will ever catch Captain Oleander Dreyfus. And he grabs a bottle that he was drinking from and throws it with all his might directly into the ground at his feet. (laughs) It shatters. Let's go, boys. And you sail off into the gray, having escaped the pirates. And then Tuck goes over to Billy and Vang, and he's like, good job, you two. Um, You too, bud. Do you feel like Oleander's drinking too much? Do you think that maybe we should take away his command of the ship? (laughs) Should we mutiny him until he sobers up a little bit? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And you hear Oleander. Did you say mutiny? Uh, completely sober uh we're just saying i think you're a little too under the influence to be making decisions for the entire boat right now not anymore i'm not i hear the word mutiny my brain's firing on all cylinders all right mutiny 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 let's get out of here i got my eye on you <laughs> then i'm mutiny on your mutiny mutiny <laughs> swear to god if you try and mutiny me i'm gonna counter mutiny you so fucking hard i you mutiny me you mutiny, mutiny me in your sleep you better wake up and mutiny me every time they say mutiny they get closer and closer together yeah. until their noses are touching it's like one of those kinds of fights yeah. <laughs> and oleander's quite a lot shorter than thing he's like five eight he's so poking it's just, the chest mutiny you yeah, gonna mutiny, me. mutiny the shit out of you i'm mutiny, mutiny shit out of your shit <laughs> you better mutiny with one eye open you better mutiny and wipe twice motherfucker go pull that line i will captain salutes him goes and pulls a line all right he snaps it his fist in a salute on his chest <laughs> laying some sort of previous naval experience perhaps oh. and goes back to the wheel and the day continues without incident though you see oleander um reach into his shirt and kind of like rub the anchor medallion around his neck as he sails is that like a thing for luck it's like a religious thing i think i mean as much as 
the patronages are a quote unquote religion. Yeah, I guess so. It's more just like, it's just reminding me that there are a billion, billion sailors that came before me and we all are united in our, uh, our mastery and love of the sea, you know? And he's, he's, he, he's actually warmed up quite a lot to Billy <laughs> because everybody does eventually, but he really throws on this like kind of cool, like dad thing around Billy. And you're not really sure why, but he's like, yeah, you know, it's just a little medallion reminds me what I do, where I came from. That's cool. Uh, I just imagined Billy like sitting kind of on like the little box in front of the wheel, like mm-hmm. hanging out with. <laughs> yeah, totally. Where'd you like, what was the kind of your favorite food from where you come from? From where I come from, my favorite food. Oh boy. You ever had, so there's this thing that we have, it's called a, um, fuck, it's called like a grapka. Uh-huh. It's like a disc of flatbread and then you cut the bread open and you create like a pocket. Yeah. And then you put like meat and vegetables and sauce and it creates like this little pocket of bread. Nice. When we get to port, I'll make you some stuff. I'll get the stuff for it. Do you have any weird dreams ever? Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hella weird dreams. Why? Do you have weird dreams too? Totally. And do you ever wonder if dogs have thoughts? We're kind of bouncing around topics a lot, but yeah, I guess so. Why wouldn't they? Everybody has thoughts. That's a good point. What about cats? Yeah, definitely. No, actually, no. Cats don't have thoughts. I don't know. Ving says they do. Mm, Ving would say that, though. And also, uh, why did you? Why did your wife leave you? Oh, boy. That's a big question. Whenever I ask, you always change the subject. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if I had to... Uh, if I had to pick one, it's kind of because I became so committed to my job that I started thinking of myself as like a smuggler first and a husband second at a time when we really needed that support in each other. Uh, and she just kind of grew further and further apart, uh, from me because I mean, she had her own things like she had her, she had her uh, textile business and that was really important to her. And I respect that. If I had to pick a second answer it's cause she fucked my brother. <laughs> Whoa. Well, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Any follow up questions there, little guy? Let me think about it. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep sailing while you think. Cut to us for a second. Yeah. We're below decks trying to organize an intervention with the rest yeah. of the crew members being like, he's drinking too much. Okay. Billy's up there distracting him so that we can organize this thing with you guys. I haven't seen him leave the helm in. Three days. How are we going to get him down here? He hasn't slept. He has not stopped drinking. He's purely functioning only on alcohol, I think. I don't think I've seen him pee. <laughs> Except for that one time we beat on that Selkie. <laughs> I mean, he has been drinking quite a lot, yes, but he has been operating at more or less, uh, let's say, 60% capacity. And Tuck grabs this guy's arm and he goes like, you're being an enabler right now, dude. Oh my God, you're right. I am. <laughs> I, I I just love my captain so much. I just want him to have what's best for him. <laughs> well, then you guys stand up to it. Oh, sweet sailor above and below. <laughs> you are correct. Thank you so much for... And he grabs both sides of your face and pulls you in. Thank you so much for revealing my biases to me in such a kind and supportive way. And Tuck kisses him on the lips. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, he returns that kiss fervently. And, and then Tuck goes, now go get Oleander. Okay, I will. And Abdul turns to everyone and goes, do you guys want to do an intervention? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Paul, you're in harm reduction. Is this a dangerous thing for us to be making fun of? No, not at all. This okay. has nothing to do with that. Uh, okay, so it's... <laughs> Who is this guy that I just can't... This guy? Uh, this guy's name is... Oh, Darcy Spice. Darcy Spice. I like that a Darcy lot. Darcy Spice. <laughs> Darcy Spice. Yeah, he's the quartermaster. Darcy Spice. Darcy. Uh, am I captain? Anyway, so what I was saying <laughs> was sometimes when you toast bread, you know, it just gets too hard for your gums. That's true. I have noticed that. That's why I like to put toast in my mouth for a little while and let it sit there. Me too. It's like, I call it bread soup. Captain. <laughs> Captain, can you join us at the blood decks for a minute, please? Uh, I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, oh, all right. I, I mean, somebody's got to, somebody's got to watch the helm, though. Um, what I mean is, I will watch the helm. Oh, okay. And I will go. I'm just because I'm just gonna whiz off the deck right here, and then I will be at the helm. Okay. Right away. I'll be. I'll be right back. Like Billy porthole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh. Stomp, stomp, stomp as Ollie comes down the, the stairs and sees all of you standing there, presumably. Yeah, there's a big banner that says intervention. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What Door the slams f- locks behind him. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Trust us. I don't need an intervention. It's like, dude, we're here because we love you. <laughs> okay, this is less an intervention. This is just the safest way that we thought that we could tell you that there is no more alcohol on this boat. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we're not 100% sure what an intervention is, so we're <laughs> we're just here to tell you that this boat is dry and there's no more. Are you you're what? You drank it all, bud. That can't be that can't be true. That can't, oh Oh my god, when we were at Four Frost, we left so quick I didn't have time. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. There was only 8 barrels. Why did I only bring 8 barrels? All the bottles, the bottles are done, are gone. Yeah. What about those weird cans that I found? They're all fizzy. <laughs> yeah, you drank those. Oh my god, they were so refreshing. <laughs> and then Tuck goes, Darcy wrote you a letter. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, Captain. I did write you a letter. <laughs> and the important thing to know is that this comes from a place of love. There's a safe space. Okay, I just and he pulls out a little pair of uh, pince nez glasses. <laughs> he puts them on his nose. And he unfolds a letter. Captain. Captain. Oh, Captain. My Captain. (laughs) (laughs) When you drink uh, so much that I'm afraid we will uh, crash into the rocks, I find that your drinking becomes a fear of man. But I do not want to fear you, my Captain. I want you to be as good a sailor as you are, a friend. And I am worried that uh, occasionally when you drink and say it is pretty badass, that doing it too much will lead to your downfall and also the doom of the people on this vessel. Uh, I want you to know that I love you. Next page. Flips it over. (laughs) 
and you see that he actually has several pages. <laughs> like, oh, jeez. How did he write this so fast? And there's a... <laughs> He's had this for years. <laughs> yeah. And we do a, a slow panning montage yeah. of him reading the pages. <laughs> there's just music over it. And you see, like, it cuts to Darcy and he's, like, crying and Oleander's crying. And then the, it fades and then fades back. And Darcy's reading and the captain's laughing a lot and everybody's laughing and hugging. And then... Uh, it fades out and fades back in and Tuck and Ving are holding Oliander back from trying to be, <laughs> cry Dar- fighting everybody. <laughs> He's yeah. trying to beat Darcy up. <laughs> and then it fades back in. And so, in conclusion, Captain, we all love you and we want you to be, to be good and healthy and not die until it is narratively or fictionally appropriate. <laughs> uh, uh, the end. Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> and then it says at the bottom, Captain Oleander Dreyfus will return. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and uh, Ollie's standing there for a second, his arms crossed, tears in his eyes. I can't believe I only brought eight barrels. <laughs> well, you did, so. But if there's one thing I know about the Dreyfuses, it's that we get over stuff really fast. So... I think that I'll be, I understand what you're saying. And I think that if I can go like by the time I get to port, I might not even want to drink anymore. You know what I mean? That's the attitude. Yeah. One port at a time. I just want to, I want to thank you all for putting this kind of, I don't know, priority on my wellness. I guess I haven't been putting my own priority on my own wellness, you know, ever since my divorce eight years ago, eight years. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I just really needed this reminder that I'm not just what happened to me. I'm what I'm going to do. You know, I'm the people that I love and I'm, I'm a fucking sailor. God damn it. Yeah. 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 You are. Pulls out the, the necklace. This, this <laughs> necklace means something. <laughs> screws the top. There's a shot of whiskey in it. Okay. That's the end. That's the last, that's the last emergency rum gone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it that's there's no more on the boat <laughs> that i can remember i gotta discern realities when he goes to sleep <laughs> to find the rest of it yeah and you know what i love you i love you and he walks up and he hugs darcy and he gives him a quick peck on the lips i love you and he goes to the next crew member and he gives him a hug and a quick peck on the lips i love you and he goes to each person in the hold and gives him a quick peck on the lips and as he's doing it you can clearly see that he's patting them down to see if yeah he gets to tuck and i don't does tuck notice that he's getting patted down yeah totally and i love you thanks man i have no pockets in this commode i don't know what you're talking about i and he gives he gives Bing a Bing's back looking down. at him like I have so many vials of liquid on me right now. <laughs> I really love you, Bing. <laughs> and I think I think I'm gonna be okay. Just then you hear <laughs> yeah. everybody's launched to the side. We Billy, <laughs> we look over Billy's down here with us. <laughs> Oh, I, I also wanted a hug. <laughs> and yeah, he reaches down and he hugs Billy and he goes, I love you. Wait a second. <laughs> to the helm. <laughs> so you, the boat 
runs aground with this thunderous cacophony of shattering wood and you you run upstairs uh, to the to the top deck and you're greeted by like your eyes you all like shield your eyes it's so bright. oh my god brilliant oh my god. brilliant blue sky ringing in your ear for some reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah as your vision resolves in the light you see the the beautiful brilliant globe of the sun hanging in the sky <gasps> holy shit we were down there for a long time <laughs> it's like you guys were reading a book or something <laughs> and uh, you have arrived upon the shores of the frozen north. that's where we're gonna end it for this week i'm your game master sean o'hara joining me as always playing to come dome the barbarian abdul aziz so long everybody playing ving the half-elf druid paul oppers take care guys playing fat billy the halfling thief jessica ty bye everyone thank you to aaron reed for our intro and outro music you can find all of the music composed and performed by aaron for the show at uh the spout lore soundcloud account which you can look up and you can check out aaron's album healthy healthy by acr which you can find at aaron reed a-a-r-o-n-r-e-a-d dot bandcamp.com thank you to all of our supporters around the world for supporting the show if you want to support the show and get access to a bonus campaign tons of audio content merchandise postcards a whole bunch of shit check us out at patreon.com slash spoutlore or spoutlore.com slash money please and we'll see you next time and so ends the tale of adventures three who tried the best they can though dumb and scared and lost they be for times abreast in revelry and though our journey may be Sure.